Grace Fritz and with the Words to Use podcast and I'm so pumped to be back. Um, this is only my second show back on my reboot situation. So I talked about it a little bit in the last episode, but we I was gone for a month. I went to camp. I was a camp counselor for some 14-year-old baddies. Um, that was a weird word to use, but some 14-year-old cool human beings that I got to hang out with for a long time. Um, so I was gone for a month, and now I'm back, and I want to really change the vibe a little bit. Um, not that I was being fake or inauthentic, but I just want to be more authentic and more comfortable and casual here on Dish Podcast. Um, and in the last episode, I talked a little bit about talking to a ring doorbell talking to myself and as you see I have zero guests today because I wanted to talk to myself Um, because as a person with ADHD I can talk for hours and it will never stop it will never stop going Um, and I think a lot of it is valuable so I've given myself a little bit of a little rundown of what I want to talk about and as as some of you might know I don't I'm not sure if you know about this little book it's called The Words Used by Grace Bransom similar to the name of this podcast um, and I wrote it so I love books I'm a big writer I write all the time I love to write but I also love to read and I think the best way to be a good writer is to be a good reader and um, I learned how to read very very young my grandma taught me she was a reading teacher and my mom had to buy me rubber books to read in the bathtub I love books and I love to read and I'm not much of a fiction reader. I'm more of a nonfiction vibe, um, which is sometimes kind of lame and people don't think I'm as cool for that because my friends are like, have you read We Were Liars? Have you read Where the Quar- the Crawdads Sing? And I'm like, no, girl, that sounds lame. Um, but I'm going to try to read We Were Liars, so don't hold me to that. Book talk has been popping up on my For You page everywhere, so I'm definitely going to try to get into some different kinds of books. But I want to talk about the books I've read this year. Um, I love to read as I just literally said five seconds ago, but yeah, so I want to talk about the books I've read. Um, obviously I read my book cause I wrote it. It came out February 9th. Um, it's on Amazon. It's actually on sale right now for $6.99. So go ahead and grab her. She's the best book in the world. Not really, but I did get a really cool review on Amazon and I, I think it might've been Taylor's friend, but I can't remember, but her name was Kelly and she wrote this incredible review. Yeah, it was Taylor's friend. Um, and she wrote this incredible review that literally made me cry. I'm actually just connecting that it was her. Um, cause I read it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, who is this random person who wrote this great review of my book? Actually, I'm going to read it because this is my podcast and I can literally do what I want. So let me grab that. Oh, I opened my selfies album. That's not the one, but yeah, I literally just connected that that was your Kelly Taylor that, you know, um, but anyway, So the review says, I ordered this book and managed to read it the same day I received it. Each chapter could very easily be its own book if she chose to go deeper into any of the topics. But what I loved about this book is that she did such a good job addressing the variety of topics that many young and even mature Christians struggle with, with truth, depth, love, and personal convictions while also answering questions with fullness. I enjoyed the writing style. It was comfortable. It was like having a cup of tea with a friend. Um, She said that my generation would benefit from this. I, I was just so... Um, I felt so loved by this, and she gave me five stars. So go, Kelly. Thank you, girl. Taylor's filming me to send to her, I think. So love you, queen. Um, yeah, I'm actually just connecting that that was her. That's hilarious. So that book's really good. You guys should read it. Not going to go into too much detail because you should just read it. It's very short, so um, read it. Anyway, so the first book I read this year was Everybody Always by Bob Goff, and I know that makes me the most basic Christian girly that I read that book, but it's so good and it literally changed my life. 
And I think everyone says that, but it changed my life in partnership with love does by Bob Goff. I read those both. And to be honest, I don't really remember the difference because they're both just a collection of beautiful stories that talk about love in its purest forms. Um, there was a concept that he brought about that was like, draw a circle around everyone and decide that that's who deserves to be loved. And so like everybody's in and, um, also in his book, he talks about the I'm with you thing, which I already had this tattoo before I read his books, but I'm with you is such a cool concept. He talked about how one of his young life leaders went with him to Yosemite simply because he wanted to be with him and show the Lord's love in that way. So I thought that was really cool. He talks about um, defeating some horrible ideas of witch doctors in Uganda. Yeah, Uganda or Ghana or one of those. I think it's Uganda. Sorry, I suck. Um, but talking about defeating some witch doctors, which was really cool. And then they were all getting saved and baptized and they loved the Lord. Even though their theology was jacked up, it's perfectly fine because the gospel was shared and they accepted the Lord. And I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and then since I love Bob Goff's book so much, I want to read Undistracted next. That's on my list. But every time I go to the store to buy it, it's super expensive and I'm low-key a broke college student. So we'll get there and I'll do a whole review on that. And Bob Goff is like my dream guest too. So um, maybe tag him or send this to him or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's super cool. And then since I love his book so much, I immediately read... These were at camp, by the way. So from here forward, these are books I read at camp. I read other books this year, but these are just the ones I want to talk about. So I read Love Lives Here by Maria Goff, which is his wife. He calls her Sweet Maria, like the Brooks and Dunn song. Is that Brooks and Dunn? Yeah, it's got to be, I think. Anyway, but he calls her Sweet Maria, Sweet Maria Goff. And she wrote this book called Love Lives Here. And I just talked to my boyfriend, Alex, on the last podcast and him and his wife. So Bob and Maria are super duper different. Bob is like crazy, fun time, excited, like boom, crazy in your face. And then Maria is like um, a smaller, more meek personality. Meekness is not a bad thing, by the way. It's strength under control. So that's queen move. Um, anyway, so they're, they really balance each other out. So she wrote about the opposite side of what Bob does and his crazy, wild pursuits of love. She wrote about what it's like to keep her home a place of love so that he has a place to come from and a healthy environment for her children, which I thought was really, really incredible. I loved it. And then while we were at camp, at Lady Lodge Youth Camp, plugging them right now, um, there was this lady named Crystal. I forgot her last name, but there's a lady named Crystal who came to speak to us for three days during staff training week. And she was a big reader. She owns over 5,000 books, at least 5,001 books, because I gifted her my book and I hope she loves it. Um, she's a really cool author, writer, queen reader lady. She has a PhD in like something really cool that no one's ever heard of, like medieval something. She was just the coolest. And she came to talk to us about um, the person of Jesus, the different elements of the gospel. She was just really awesome. But one thing she super suggested to us was Narnia, the Chronicles of Narnia. And I was like, girl, that sounds horrible. And as I mentioned, I'm not much of a fiction person. I don't super love to read fiction. It's not really my vibe. Um, I read Harry Potter and I was absolutely in love with that, but that was whenever I was in middle school. Um, so I've kind of not been feeling the fiction vibe, but I was like, you know what, girl, I'm going to be here for a month with no phone. So let's do it. So I went to a little place in Kerrville, which is right outside of camp called Entertain Mart. And I bought, um, the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe and I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. Um, but first, before I read it, I was gifting 
uh, Crystal my book and I was like, I hope you read it. I hope you like it. And she was like, have you read Narnia? Like she just like asked me to my face and I was like, uh, no, I haven't read Narnia. And she was like, well, you should read it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, it seems kind of hard. And she said, it's children's books. And I was like, oh, dang it. It's children's books. I literally have to be able to read this. So I read it and it was a little hard to follow because I feel like as a Gen Z individual, my brain is accustomed to fast, quick movements that are easy to understand, like social media, phones, user-friendly, all that. So I was like, okay, I really have to focus here. And I feel like I grew a lot through that, but beside the point. So I read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Incredible, incredible storyline, so fun. I made Alex watch the movie with me on one of our off days, but um, which was also very good, very easy to follow after you read the book. Um, and I talk about reading the book before watching the movie in my in my book a lot too. Sorry, I'm getting crazy off topic. Ugh. But one of the things I really loved from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was the children were talking about meeting Aslan, who's the lion, who has some sort of representation for God the Father, I, I believe from my understanding. And so the children were like, he's a lion. Is he safe? Is this safe? And there's a line in the book that says, who said anything about safe? He is not safe, but he is good. And I think that's super cool because that's how I experienced the Lord in my life too, is it's not safe to follow Jesus. It is not safe. Like you immediately are putting a target on your back. Like this is not a safe environment, but it is good. Um, he's not safe, but he is good. So that was awesome. And then I read Prince Caspian immediately after that book. And that was awesome. Reading Prince Caspian was really cool. It's just a continuation of the story. Um, and I'm going to read the rest of the Chronicles of Narnia. But yeah, so that was really cool to me. And then I read a book that literally hit me in the face and punched me and stole my lunch money and then kicked me while I was down. And it was great. And it was called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. He is a pastor in Portland, or he was. He stepped down because he realized his life had been consumed by hurry. And you can't love anything well. You can't love God well or people well or yourself well or your family well if you're hurried. Um, and so he wrote this really incredible book. It, it was pretty, it was bigger than the books I usually read. I like I like quick reads because um, I, I have a completion complex. I want to get things done. But it was a little longer than I would usually pick up a book to read, but it had a really pretty cover. And uh, people said it was great. So I was like, I'm going to read it. Um, so I read it and it was really awesome. And it talked a lot about like, um, how to have a Sabbath in your life. So where you're working from rest instead of for rest. Um, it talked about how um, the Bible lays out family and what family is supposed to look like instead of like rushed, hurried, crazy crap. Um, it talked about screen time, how you need to get off your freaking phone because that is an enemy of everything that's good for you. Um, and then it also talked a lot about uh, minimalism, which I thought was cool. I was like, this has nothing to do with Jesus. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, and we don't need to flex our wealth or anything like that. We need to slow down, get simple, and love the Lord. Um, and this book broke it down so well. Um, my mom is Camille Bransom, and I'm sure you're familiar. Um, and she she's a very workaholic, very always doing everything for everyone all the time. And so I was like, I wrote in the book as I was reading it, I would underline and highlight things, and I gave it to my mom. And I was like, Mom... You need some of this. This has got peace in here, and you you love some good peace. So um, we'll get her review eventually. But it's an incredible, incredible book, and it changed my life, you know. Um, I've put time limits on my apps, which I've always had some time limits, but these are a lot more strict. Of course, I click ignore limit sometimes. I'm not going to lie. But I've started practicing the minimalism part of it, and um, 
as soon as my life gets to where I'm not moving constantly and I'm not at camp at home. And then today we leave for Galveston. And then later on the summer, I'm going to Colorado. As soon as my life chills out for a minute, um, I'm going to get into my Sabbath rhythm, especially when I go back to school um, to Tarleton State University. Um, anyway, so I'm really excited about those things. And then there's one last book I wanted to talk about. And it's been on my reading list for over a year and the cover is very ugly. And that's why I didn't want to read it. It didn't look cute in my little tote bag vibe. You know, it just, it didn't look right with my vibe. I like books that are pretty and cute and like current. I like current things. Like what, what are people talking about right now? Like the ruthless elimination of hurry is new. Um, the Words He Used by Grace Branson, an incredible book, is brand new, actually. It was just, um, came out February 9th. Sorry, I love to plug myself. I'm not sorry. I take it back. No sorries. Um, and then Love Does, Our Buddy Always. Those are very talked about current books. But this one is called Is It Really You, God? by Lauren Cunningham. And if you don't know who Lauren Cunningham is, that's fine. I didn't either. Um, he is the creator of YWAM, which is Youth with the Mission. Um, I think almost every, like, Christian girly I've met... Christian girly is like the Christian culture girlies. Um, they're not bad or good. They're just Christian girlies. Um, they know about YWAM or they've gone on a YWAM trip or something like that. And I think that's so awesome and cool that they do that. Sorry, I'm messing with this chair with my foot. And I just realized that you can see that in the other camera. Elbow. So um, this book is about how YWAM started and about how uh, Lauren Cunningham had to diss a bunch of really great jobs in order to do what the Lord said. The Lord said that he would see waves of young people, like, like waves of the ocean of young people coming and preaching the gospel and people would be getting saved, healed and baptized everywhere. And these, all these other jobs didn't align with what the Lord had told him. So he was really comfortable saying no to them. And I think that's really cool and exciting because sometimes good opportunities are not God opportunities. Um, and I think that's super exciting to be able to come to that realization that the Lord has something maybe a lot bigger and better than just a high-paying job. Um, and he talks about YWAM and how it started and where it's gone to, where it's been, all the crazy things that they saw happen along the way, um, and how to connect with the Lord and know if it's really Him. Uh, my best friend in the entire universe, Kendall Cheyenne Kirk, she was on the podcast um, before the reboot. This is the new me. That was the old me. Just kidding. That's just a my mom quote. Anyway, Back on topic, Kendall recommended this book to me because she lived as a missionary um, in Oak Cliff all last summer. And she was like, I read this book and it changed my life. I read this book. You're going to love it. And I kept it on my shelf at college, didn't ever pick it up. Um, and then I brought it home and then I never picked it up. And then I went to camp and I was like, you know what, this book, or I wasn't even going to pack it to take to camp, but Kendall was like, oh, take that book to camp so you make sure that you read it. And I was like, okay, Kendall, I'll do that. And so I took it with me. And I literally had no other books to read, so I read it. And the first couple pages, I was like, what are we talking about? Um, but then it got so good, and I'm so grateful I read it. Kendall, you're the best. Thank you so much. But, yeah, it was a really, really great book. And all these books were really, really great and changed my life. And I hope that you read them because they're really, really great. Um, yeah, so this is it for this show. It's a really short one, but... I wanted to talk about all these things because the Lord speaks through a multitude of things. And I think books are a really big deal for me. And yeah. All right. See you later, friends.